0: Previously, on Chaotic Normal, the Shattered Isles, the aristocrats had fought their way through the ruins of the Third Wizard, fighting their way through goblins and hobgoblins and a giant octopus as well. They finally found a statue, which led to a portal. Descending through the portal, they traveled through the Feywild and emerged on the other side to find the Kolthias Tree, and adventurers that had come before them. There they confronted the necromancer who offered them some choices. The aristocrats bickered among themselves for far too long about whether they should side with the rotting king and eventually Jules took matters into their own hands and approached the necromancer appealing to their connection to the rotting king. Jules then raised their pistol to the necromancer's head and fired. How will the Necromancer respond to such an action? And will the Golthias tree now claim its next victims? Let us find out. On Chaotic Normal, The Shatter Isles.
1: bettered. There is both a known and unknown evil. The unknown evil is the deep, that part of the ocean that is so far down where the light can't even reach. That place that is home to nightmares like anglerfish and kraken, the domain of Dagon. This realm, the deep, is alien, monstrous, and terrible. Its horrid influence touches the beasts of the sea and drives them mad. The sea goblins venerate the deep out of terror. The deep is the antithesis of Melora. This realm is chaos. But there is another evil, a pressing but known evil: the rotting king, the sailor's devil, the treacherous line. Sailors believe that there is a dark power within the waves that comes to people on their deathbed and offers them a way to escape the horror of the deep. This power trades drowning sailors a chance to persist, but in exchange he takes their souls. These men are made to join the drowned fleet, or so people say. The rotting king holds sway over undeath, low tide, and more. He too is chaos, but a pressing one. Now give me a now give me an a niche. Uh, let's start with uh let's get some initiative tracking. Uh, this is what people come for. I think next session we should just be uh, doing initiative rolls. Uh, Celeste, uh, what's your initiative?
2: Nineteen.
1: Huh. Uh Jules, do you have an initiative? Sixteen. Uh, Ruber? and add some polish to it because recall this is this is going in the box set.
0: <laughs> Eleven.
2: Uh,
1: Zelnern. I want to eat that. What? Is, what's your initiative? This is an
3: audio medium. <laughs> <laughs> the <This> treasures <is laughs> are paying good money to hear Zelnern say his initiative. Now give it to us again. Was that a three? I
4: still don't was know. those three. I wrote it. I showed it. And I said it.
1: <laughs> audio medium. Uh, and uh, Phil. What's your 20,
5: initiative? Twenty-two.
1: All right. Uh, well, I'm gonna go ahead and it sounds like everyone was surprised by Jules' decision to shoot Bellic in the head. So, uh, Jules, go ahead and make your uh, your attack roll uh, with advantage, and you're getting attacked in the surprise round. All right.
0: This is gonna get wild.
3: Buck wild. Bok Back, Back, Wild. Okay, eleven to hit. The oh. shot surprises me even,
0: I guess.
1: <laughs> uh, eleven to hit is indeed with
0: advantage. It. Yep.
1: Ah, uh, actually, though, Bellic only has an or an AC of eleven.
3: Direct. So damage. you
1: managed to uh, shoot Bellic in the head, or like he kind of dodges. Probably not going to be a mortal wound, but go ahead and take the shot. Oh yeah. Uh, five damage. Uh, the old necromancer cries out in pain as the uh, bullet uh, grazes by him. You're not the greatest shot, uh, and you don't manage to like take him out. It like strikes out, blows part of his ear off, but he's such a frayed and crumbled mess that you can tell it's only his connection to the Galthias tree keeping him alive. He stumbles forward, crying out, and suddenly chaos erupts around you. Uh and as chaos erupts around you Phil, you are the first to uh to be able to act here. Uh looking around the room, you are currently standing next to Sharwin the Sorcerer Thrall. Uh standing kind of across the room from you maybe within, a, you know, a short distance away is Sir Bradford, another one of the thralls. Uh, and between and in maybe only 10 feet away from you is bellic the outcast now uh separately in the room you see a few twigs starting to shuffle to life undoubtedly twig blights uh raising to the defense of the Galthias tree and you see the giant frog uh that uh bellic uh mentioned uh kind of shuffling its way out of the sand so what do you do you've got several threats around you there's three twig blights two thralls one sorcerer one uh knight There is Bellic the outcast, and there's a giant frog. And not to mention, there is this big old Gulthias tree, and who knows what that does.
5: (laughs) Um, Can I look at Bellic, and does he have a casting implement in his hand, at his waist? Uh, He is, like, leaning on a staff. Okay. uh, Can I run towards him, even though I'm next to this sorceress? Uh, I'll take an opportunity attack. And can I either try and grapple with him, or can I try and grab the staff outright from him? Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: You can attempt to, uh, like, disarm him, so you can make an attack roll, uh, against his, uh, against him, and then he can make an acrobatics check with a DC equal to your attack roll. If, uh, if you succeed, he's disarmed, and his staff will go flying across the room. Okay. Okay. So you got to make an attack roll. Sharwin, uh, uh, the Thrall, the Sorcerer Thrall, also does stab at you for 10. You easily dodge it. You rush over to Bellic the Outcast, and you try to, like, with your peg leg, and you try to kick his uh, staff, causing this uh, fellow feeble man to uh, fall towards the ground. Let's find out.
5: Uh, is my attack roll strength-based, or can it be dex-based?
1: Oh, yeah, you're doing, like, an unarmed attack, so it's going to be uh, strength-based. Oh, yeah. Although you could also, like, try and hook it out with your sword or whatever weapon you use
5: uh okay, I'm, i'll do the pig leg one um All right, good. it's gonna be an 18
1: 18 wow uh bellic falls down right away you uh you he it turns out he is pretty feeble so as you knock this old man's staff out from underneath him he's already surprised by Jules trying to shoot him and he falls face first face first into the mud with a cry uh he hits the mud and his staff goes flying this is clearly his uh Clearly, his casting implement. That doesn't mean he can't do anything, uh, but it does seriously uh, we limit the number of spells he can cast.
5: Is it close enough for me to pick up or not?
1: Uh, you've kicked it far enough away that he can't even get to it.
5: Okay, it's it uh, like just
1: a regular old staff.
5: Do I have enough movement to go towards it?
1: Yeah, yeah. You rush off past him and uh, go to grab the staff. Yep,
5: and cool. I end my turn.
1: All right, so you you like pick the staff up, and uh, then if you are finished, it is Celeste. You're the next quickest to ah.
2: Um, I go. I look straight ahead and see. Is it the sorceress straight ahead of me?
1: Uh, it, um, from what I'm thinking, uh wise, you're pretty much equidistant from Sharwin Hukriel, the uh, thrall sorceress, and uh, Sir Bradford, the uh, thrall knight. It's so your um, call, whichever one you want to go after.
2: The first one you said. I uh okay. and I will thorn whip her.
1: All right, uh your thorn whip lashes out striking out against the uh thrall uh mage. Make your attack roll. And you you see that her skin is made of bark. 13. Uh it lashes around her and the the thorn whip snaps before oh, doing shit. anything to her. You did not successfully hurt her.
2: Oh, I want to take a step back then. <laughs> All right, you that retreat to safety good.
1: and recall you're in this like muddy dungeon with like low walls from an old ruined castle that's sunk into the ground. So if you wanted to run back, you could like hide by, like duck behind one of those walls so you're pretty out of line of sight.
2: Yeah, that's probably a good idea. I just attacked a sorceress. All right. Um, unfortunately,
1: though, as you run behind ah, that shit. wall, you do suddenly <laughs> notice that there's a, uh, a pair of twig blights shuffling up from the ground. These twisted spawn of the Golthias tree shuffling up from the ground who are undoubtedly coming for you. Uh, <sighs> speaking of twig blights, uh, they come for you. Uh, a pair of twig blights come shuffling towards uh, Celeste. One of them has to dash to reach you, but the other one manages to reach you, while one uh, twig blight comes rushing, actually two twig blights come rushing to uh, Bellic's uh, defense, going after uh, Jules. So Celeste, you're... you've just run after failing the thorn whip. The thorn, the whip snaps in your hand, you <laughs> rush behind a low wall, only to have a pair of bushes descend upon you. The first bush descends upon right. you, and a 13 to hit that is four- a direct. actually 14 wow that is a hit uh, it is it it's claws like it rake against you for three sl- uh, piercing damage they stab okay. into you and uh, meanwhile Jules two of them uh, pierce and stab into you for 11 to hit and 14 to hit uh, one hits you're also going to take uh, four piercing damage. Um, and just looking around the room, cause it has been a minute since, uh, you were last, uh, in this fight. Uh, Celeste, you're close to like bloodied Jules, up until you got stabbed right there. You were perfectly healthy. Zell Nern's pretty beat up. Rubert's a little bit beat up and Phil Collins is doing great. Um, but yeah, so with that uh context, the twig blights rush out and stab one twig blight uh sprints and dashes next to Phil Collins, but can't attack Jules. what do you do there's a pair of twig blights stabbing at you, and bellick is on the ground ne- at your feet. He has no casting implement nearby, and he's like kind of half stuck in the seawater mud
3: um I'm going to try to bring him a little closer to his already very near death and toll the dead on him.
1: All right, and that is a wisdom saving throw?
3: Wisdom 13.
1: All right, he is somehow not proficient in that, just plus two, so I rolled a 12.
3: All right... And for some reason, D&D Beyond only lets me do one of the rolls. Uh, uh, we're not it?
1: sponsored by D&D Beyond, so you need to call uh, it B&B Beyond?
3: B&B Beyond. Yeah, there uh, you go. <laughs> yeah, I got an 11 on the damage.
1: 11! Wow! Uh, Bellic cries out. He is... Uh, another blow like that and he will die. As you pull, like, drag him in further into the mud with magic and you see that as you attempt that, the Golthia's tree's like branches start reaching down towards him. And you see writhing in the wet seawater mud around you. You see the roots kind of starting to coil as if the Golthia's tree, it's not trying to protect Bellic, it is trying to absorb him as that life drains from his body. And are you finished, Jules, or or do you try to run away from the twig blights and Bellick?
3: Yeah, I'll run. Actually, <clears throat> I'll try to support um, Phil. I'll go run next to that undead person.
1: All right, and so you end up. Uh, so you rush out next to one of the twig blights and Sir Radford. Uh, while uh, which, as you escape the two twig blights that are engaged, they are actually stabbing with you. They do take attacks of opportunity against you. One for sixteen to hit, and one for fifteen to hit.
3: Both
1: hits. Uh, they stab at you for 5 and 5 piercing damage. Oh, so 10 oh, piercing damage. No. Those twig blights ravage you. You manage to reach next to Sir Bradford, though. Sharwin uh, Hucreel, uh, or at least Thrall of the body that was this uh, mage, uh, she sees the uh, or she sees all of this playing out and sees Bellic significantly hurt, but lacking any significant magic. Uh, she instead steps out, kind of getting closer to Zelnern, and she conjures up her hands and suddenly uh, darts of magic conjure in her hands as she is casting Magic Missile. Each of you uh, has a dart of magic of force course through the air and stabbing at you, but there's actually five of you, so she's only able to do it to four of you. Uh, Celeste is out of line of sight, so Jules, Phil, Rubert, and Zelnern, you each t- are struck by a force of magical energy. Jules, you take three force damage. Is this, Phil, uh, is this
3: an undead creature?
1: Uh, it's not thrall. an attack roll, though. This is not an attack roll. And the thrall does count as undead. So but it, they are
3: Due oh, to you're my asking. status as a creature of death. Among the dead, uh, if an undead creature targets you directly with an attacker spell, that creature must make a Wisdom saving throw, DC thirteen. On failure, they must choose a new target or waste the attacker spell.
1: Well, let's find out. I got a two or a twelve, so instead, she is throwing at Celeste. Uh, so here we go. I'm gonna re-roll that. Uh, Celeste, you're taking three force damage. Phil, you're taking three force damage. Ruber, two force damage. Zelnern, three force damage. Oh. Um, And as you're kind of blasted back by this uh, spell from Sharwin, that's actually some pretty solid damage she managed to deal. Uh, The Thrall Sir Bradford turns towards the weakened Jules who's just run up next to him. He stares down at you and considers if he should attack, but you are a servant of the Rotting King and it seems the Golthia's tree does not want to affect you. So he steps away from you, Jules, on his way towards Phil. Would you like to make an attack of opportunity? Um, yeah.
3: I will shoot the guy. Actually, actually you... no. Actually, no, I won't. I need to reload still.
1: And also, you, you can't make ranged weapon attacks as a... Uh... Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, But he steps around towards uh, Phil. Phil, suddenly, uh this like bark skin with thick black veins knight steps up before you hoisting a long sword in two hands Uh, and you see that his long sword it is elegant and detailed undoubtedly a magical sword and he holds it out and he strikes it down onto you shatter spike as it's named strikes you for 23 to hit phil I trust that's a hit. 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 Uh, You take a tremendous 11 points of slashing damage as he strikes into you. And actually, I need to quickly look up the effects of Shatter Spike on a hit because I think it's bad. Uh, Shatter Spike, here we go. Oh, it's only... uh, uh, If hit hits an object, it's a critical hit, uh, which it didn't hit an object here. Uh, so it instead strikes down onto you uh yeah for eleven points of slashing damage. You topple back and you can tell that the Golthias tree seems to like lean its branches out forward, angling its branches in the direction that Sharwin and Sir Bradford go. It's clear that the Golthias tree is directly controlling these two thralls, meanwhile. Rubert, what do you do? Uh, Phil is getting hammered by this knight. Uh who Creel is throwing spells, and there is four tw- or five twig blights uh, spread about uh, attacking, stabbing and slashing. Not to mention this frog who hasn't done anything yet, and Belloc laying in the mud.:
0: This is fucking chaos. Uh, did I see the tree try and reach out for Belloc?
1: Uh, you did. It's not actively making an attack. You can tell it is reaching out towards him.
0: All right. I'm going to move up to Belloc. And I'm going to slash him with my rapier.
1: Okay. Uh, you do have an advantage because he is prone. Uh,
0: 15 to hit.
1: That is indeed a hit on the prone uh, druid.
0: All right. I'm going to add my Bardic Inspiration dice to the damage. Hell yeah. You seem inspired. Uh, seven, two, plus five, uh, fourteen slashing damage, or piercing damage?
1: You thrust your blade down into Bellic, and he lets out a gasp of pain. But before you can even draw the blade out, or wit- or mutter a line, the blade, uh, you see Bellic's eyes roll into the back of his head, and a vine curling around him, and immediately, pu- or like a root, puncturing its way down into the wound draining into him and starting to pull the druid down into the seawater-filled mud as it shuffles around with that liquefaction effect when you're standing in wet low tide sand uh and the ground around you kind of shuffles as it's clear you have killed bellic the outcast and the Golthias tree is taking him
0: yeah i'm gonna use my mobile flourish to uh move him five feet plus a number of feet equal to my bardic inspiration dice to move him seven feet towards the tree as I stab him and then like kick him off with my foot towards the tree.
1: Heck yeah, and so you basically assist in that, as you kick him away, and the tree grabs him and shuffles him down into like liquefaction into the ground, and within a moment, Bellic the outcast can't even be seen anymore, the water just silty in the ground beneath you, because recall it is like six inches of water in here. Bellic is dead. Uh, Rubert, if that is your turn, there's also a couple twig blights next to you.
0: Yeah, that's fine.
1: Alright, uh, and that's a cool flourish. Uh, Zelnurn, what do you do? There's still, Bellic is dead, but there are still uh, five of these twig blights running around, stabbing up your friends. You see that there's still an angry looking giant frog who's about to jump into the mess, uh, and the Gulthias tree seems to be directing these two thralls, this mage and this paladin
4: thrall.
5: Alright, that was fast, guys. I
4: thought we should have kept talking. Um, uh, Zelnurn goes for the one that um, attacked with the uh, magic missiles. Alright, Zellnir charges forward towards, towards
1: the shaman. She's just finished slamming you with that magic
4: missile. It's a great axe. For uh, 18 to hit.
1: That easily shatters through the, uh, the bark skin.
4: 7 damage.
1: Uh, she cries out, or she doesn't cry out, but there's like a leak of sap as uh, she stumbles back, and it doesn't sound like you struck Flesh. It sounds like mm. when you're splintering wood for a fire. There is that hollow crack and break noise, and you even see things topple down to the ground with that. <laughs> yeah, that's my wood falling noise. <laughs> but I, we got a sound effects guy; he can make that sound better. Uh, <clears throat> and then, do you have a second attack from anything? I don't.
4: And she has she used her reaction this round?
1: Uh, she has not. No. Okay.
4: Then I will stay right next to her.
1: All right. Uh, Well, then uh, the giant frog lets loose a huge ribbit. Uh, This was clearly uh, Bellic's pet, and uh, it ribbits and jumps straight at Jules, who attacked. Uh, Actually, it doesn't even jump from where it's currently positioned in the mud. Uh, No, it does jump at you, uh, Jules. And as it jumps towards you, its great maw lands on top of you for 14 to hit.
3: That's
1: a hit uh it does not deal damage, or sorry, no it does uh you, you're going to go ahead and take four points of piercing damage and you are grappled half caught in the uh or like, caught in the uh, frog's mouth, you are grappled and restrained as the frog is starting to try and swallow you down you can tell on its next turn you're getting swallowed into its acidy stomach uh and then phil you've just seen a giant frog leap out of the mud and start trying to swallow jewels down meanwhile there is a thrall knight trying to kill you while a Thrall wizard is throwing spells about uh, on the other side of the room, and there's just a mess of sharp little shrubs actively poking holes in you and your friends. What do you do?
5: I grab Bellic's staff and wave it around and say, I am your master now! Uh, you shout, <laughs> at
1: attempting to claim the Golthias staff, but then you realize you are not in Ravenloft, and that has no power here. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, unfortunately it does nothing it does nothing so quickly that you don't even waste an action on it i'm sorry
5: guys it was worth a try i disengage and hide behind (laughs) zelner that's a solid move all right you rush away through the mud uh
1: you're leaving yourself off to the side of the map where it's safe, uh, Ruber and Jules, you realize there is three of these twig blights, a giant frog, and Sir Bradford kind of circling and surrounding the two of you uh, off, uh, and are basically butting you up against the Golthias tree. While well, meanwhile, Zelnurn and Phil take care of the sorceress, and Celeste is in the back, fighting off a pair of twig blights. The two of you look like, unless you make a break for it this round, you're going to be trapped and boxed in by these creatures. Uh, Celeste what do you do? You're trapped in, uh, against like a low wall, one of the stone-crumbling walls in this cave by a pair of twig blights who are trying to stab at you.
2: Yeah, and I'm not doing so good. Um, I'm going to take wild shape and turn into the starry form of chalice. Form of a chalice. Form of. Um, and then I'm going to use, so that's my bonus action, then I'm going to cast um, Healing Word on myself.
1: And so, what does the form of the chalice do again?
2: It gives me a D eight instead of a D four. That's right. Belief. Yeah.
1: Plus All right. A modifier. And then you're doing a healing word. You said.
2: Yeah. So I got six back. Oh, nice. And that's
1: my move. oh no, it's uh whenever you cast a spell using a spell slot that restores hit points, you or another creature within thirty feet of you can regain hit points equal to one d eight plus your wisdom modifier in addition to the, oh. the spell grants so you're gonna gain you're gonna gain the d four plus wisdom of healing word plus a d eight plus wisdom from palace oh, cool. that is even good. better so wow so d four plus a d eight plus twice your wisdom
2: okay. So fourteen back.
1: Wow, on one first level ah, spell that is a good amount of healing.
2: Back. That's me and so
1: that puts you almost back to full. These these yeah. creatures have been stabbing you apart, and then oh, you turn God. into like the constellation of the chalice, Shh. and uh, your cup runneth over. Lights, yeah.
2: um, and then I think that's so. Wait, who's this? So fills in the oh game yeah, that' with me.
1: It's so it's you or somebody else. Compared. Okay, so you and it's just me.
2: Yeah.
4: No. Oh, okay. but, so, sorry. Okay. Uh,
1: <laughs> Celeste, to be fair, Celeste
2: was at. I don't HP. see you. Yeah. Okay. I'm tied uh, behind a wall, getting attacked by branches.
1: And then, uh, and it's right time because the next turn was a pair of twig blights. Uh, who, as soon as you fill yourself with this light, the twig blights try to stab you for sixteen to hit and eleven to hit.
2: Uh, eleven is a miss, but sixteen is a hit.
1: You're going to take three piercing damage, so they would have undone your whole healing word. Um, meanwhile, the other Twig Blights do move to surround Ruber and Jules, kind of uh, pushing you against the tree. Uh, Ruber, a pair of Twig Blights stab at you, one for 12 to hit and one for 22 to hit.
0: 22 is a hit.
1: And you're going to take six pier- or five piercing damage off of that one. Meanwhile, Jules, one of the Twig Blights stabs at you for 11 to hit.
3: Uh, I am grappled. Does that give it any advantage oh, You you
1: you're grappled and restrained, so it does have advantage from that restraint. Ooh. However, 11 uh, still the highest. Uh, that's a miss. An inspiration for reminding me of your restraint.
3: <laughs> Unfortunately, thank you.
1: Uh, and uh, so you managed to dodge away from it, uh, despite being... Maybe it's like just poking Colkit the frog, instead of you. So, Ruber, you take a, a bit of a lick there. Uh You're you're boxed in now by them. Your only way out is either to shove past these twig blights or run back towards the Golthias tree. The same goes for you, Jules, although you are being swallowed by a frog. If you'd like to try and escape, because your your speed is currently zero, you can use your action to try and escape. It requires an athletics or an acrobatics of DC 11. I
3: am... And note
1: that because you're restrained, you have disadvantage on that ability
3: check. Uh, can I cast a spell? You can, yeah. Okay, it's a bit of a long shot. I'm going to cast Minor Illusion, and uh, everyone hears the sound of Bellic's voice just shouting, Put that down! <laughs> <sighs>
1: Oh my god. Uh obviously your goal being to make the giant frog leave. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to let the giant frog make a wisdom saving throw against your spell save DC to see okay. if it uh to see if this uh tricks it. If it does, then you're getting let go. Okay. Uh what's your spell save DC? 13. I rolled an 8. So uh <laughs> the frog <laughs> drops you uh to look around for Belic. Uh, you can run away now if you'd like, but you will provoke an attack of opportunity from uh, the twig blight.
3: I'm going to run. Oh, well, how, how does Rhubare look hurt? Uh,
1: he looks okay.
3: I'm, uh, I'm going to run because this frog's going to get pissed once it realizes <laughs> the, the trick I've pulled, the dirty, dirty trick I've pulled. Yeah, I am going to run towards, Uh, I want to, yeah, go up with uh, Zelnirn and run um, next to that undead.
1: Okay, so you you escape Colkett, who doesn't the frog who doesn't take an attack of opportunity against you because you're uh he's currently just been admonished by his owner or his master, and uh meanwhile uh uh you rush up next to Sir Bradford, who we've already established, thinks you too are a servant of uh of uh the rotting king. Um, and then if you're finished, uh jewels. Yep. All right well Jules being finished then we move on to Sharwin Hukriel, who's currently getting uh the beating of an un lifetime from uh <laughs> the, yeah the beating of an unlifetime at the hands of Zelnern. uh however uh you you realize she doesn't flee she doesn't try to escape it's as if she doesn't care as though or as she is a uh just a minion of the uh of the tree um. What she does, though, she holds her hand up and then Zell, Nern and uh, Phil, both of you being so close to her, are suddenly caught by a dazzling array of flashing colored lights. Um, and um, I'm going to need to roll 6d10. What a weird oh. spell. She is casting color spray. Uh, I got 2, five, seven, 17, 19, 24, Hey, combined, do the two of you have 24 HP combined? I have 16 HP on Phil Collins and 8 HP on uh, Zelnern. Is that accurate? Mine, I have
4: one on temp.
1: You have one temp HP. Ah, that does count. All right. uh, Well, she's casting Color Spray, a spell I've never seen anyone use, so I wanted to use it. Uh, And so it's going to start with affecting... uh, Zelnern, and because Zelnern has nine next to where it's not actually going to carry over and affect Philp, just Zelnern. uh what does the spell even do it colors
5: i want to clarify too i forgot i had temp hp2 now that Zelnern said that yeah. so i have that reflected on my hp no no, no
1: it because Zelnern has lower hp so it goes after him first um this is a. Uh, I've never seen one use a spell so undies. Oh, here we go. I was reading the description wrong. Uh, starting with creature with the lowest current HP, that's Zelt Nern, You are affected. You are blinded for the next round. Wow, what a terrible spell. It's a bad spell. This might be the worst <laughs> spell I've ever seen in the game. It's I, like I treat, kept, but worse. So I kept reading on that, and I was like, well, that can't be what it's saying. Because blinded for one round with a dice mechanic to see if you can even affect it. blindness is a oh my god sleep. this is this is the Whew. all right uh well the Golthias tree does not know how to properly work human spellcasters uh and so Zellner, you are blind for the duration of the spell which is
4: one round they there you go killed me with any spells so that was helpful.
1: And uh, then it is Sir Bradford's turn, who, uh, realizing that Jules is an ally, instead steps towards Rubert. Jules, would you like to make an attack of opportunity against Sir Bradford, revealing to him that you are not an ally?
3: That's okay.
1: All right, Rubert, you are uh, not, or you watch as Jules, that minion of the Rotting King, takes no (laughs) efforts to defend you, and instead he drives his longsword down onto you. Oh, gosh, 26 to hit. Yeah, that's a hit uh shatter spike his blade slashes into you for 9 slashing oh damage as it rends against you Robert, you cr- uh, surely cry out nearly dead by this blow uh, uh it's a tis a fleshwood inspiration for such a cry out uh <laughs> Ruber, you have been unfortunately abandoned. You have twig blights surrounding you from three slide- sides with uh, Sir Bradford hammering your back. There's a frog lurking on the fourth side. Your only option is to press up against the uh, Golthias tree or to try and break free uh, escaping away from these uh, twig blights or battle them and die beneath them.
0: Hmm. <clears throat> do I do I still see the fruit on the Golthias tree?
1: Uh, you do. You can see it glowing there disgustingly. And this tree, it looks like a blackened, twisted limb reaching upward like a skeletal hand, clawing its way out of the earth. And there on it, gouges the, or rots this, this bulbous, uh, welt that is the glowing panacea you've come to find.
0: All right. No, I'll die if I do that. I'm going to disengage. All right. And head straight for the panacea. All
1: right, you disengage and rush towards where the panacea is. This puts you, so you escape for away from, uh, uh, the twig blight, Sir Bradford and the frog, but rush up, pressing yourself up against the tree to get away from them, and you can feel its branches leaning down onto you. You can tell the gothias tree sees how close to death you are, and as one of the branches brushes against you, you get a quick flash. You're not sure of what, but a vision, perhaps? Who knows what you've just seen? Uh, it was too quick to see. Perhaps a longer touch might betray more?
0: No, no, I'm, you're, I'm gonna yeah. I'm, uh, I'm gonna pull out my father's dagger, like the gold-handed dagger. I'm gonna slash away at one of the branches, and like the handle glows as I cast healing word on myself with my bonus action.
1: Ooh, that's rad! That is a great response. To this tree trying to take your life is to use it to remember daddy, and uh, I cast this a second sure level life. spell. That's a good call. Uh, four, four,
0: one plus three, uh, eight HP.
1: Hey, that's useful, because uh, otherwise you were at two. Uh, Alright, so Rubert is in a much better state than he was. Zelnern, you're still pretty beat up, and you're blind. You heard the, f- you didn't hear the footsteps of Sharwin running away. It seems that uh, the Galfayas tree doesn't know how to tactically work its creatures, uh, and so you know where she is, but you do have disadvantage on attack rolls against her.
4: Ah, uh, you made me so angry! And I go into a rage, and then Since I don't know where she is, I'm going to also go into my shell and rage in my shell for a round. (laughs) So I withdraw into my shell. I gain plus 4 AC and advantage on strength and con saving throws. And while I'm in my my. shell, I'm prone. My speed is zero and I have disadvantage on dex saving throws and can't take a reaction. Wow,
1: but you can... And the the only action you can take is...
4: Bonus the action, only to action out.
1: you can take is a bonus action in Virginia Shell. Okay, yeah. so you're. Oh, so you raged for the uh, resistance to damage. Yes,
4: and then it won't nice. end since um, I at least t- took damage since my last turn. So oh, that's true. I can get out as a bonus action attack on my next turn when I can see again. Nice.
1: All right, so you go angry and start spinning in your shell like a. Uh, a Koopa. Like a <laughs> their <when> Koopas. <laughs> And uh Colkit, the frog. Uh he saw Jules escape and uh you know what? He doesn't go after Robert. He realizes Jules goofed him, so he lunges towards Jules, Jules soaring over the heads of these twig blights. <laughs> Suddenly, a giant frog lands in front and bites down onto you for six. You manage to dodge out of the way. You are not captured by a giant frog. Get Phil, here, frog. you see Zelnurn is spinning up in an angry rage while Sharwin who Creel readies herself with another uh, magic missile that if it strikes will just kill Zelnurn outright. <gasps> uh, what do you do to save Zelnern, or do you do nothing and let the turtle perish?
5: <laughs> I like try to reach out to touch a shell, and it's spinning too fast, and I pull my <laughs> hand back. And then I like watch the movement on it just a little bit, and right when I can time it perfectly, I touch a shell and cast Cure Wounds on him. Rat.
1: Uh, well, that's a that's a huge save to four uh, four. Let's throw some <laughs> HP
5: Zelnern's way. Ten HP.
1: Whoa! Look at this party of healers.
5: Gonna do a yeah. Doppler effect.
0: Hey.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's hear that in Zellner's slow voice for the next fifteen minutes. <laughs> um, <laughs>
5: can I move away in such a way that I don't incur opportunity attack from the sorceress, but move closer to the gold? Th- gold thra- right? Yeah, sorry. I do that thing, and then I end my turn.
1: Yeah, uh, there's some twig blights in the way, so you could get closer, just not adjacent. Next turn, you could get adjacent.
5: Can I, like, go around the backside of her? Is there enough room? Yeah. Yeah, you I can't get adjacent her. to the tree. Yeah. You're yeah. maybe
1: t- 10 feet away from the tree. You see Rubert is in a pickle, but you're still pretty safe from everything. It looks like Bradford and the Twig Blights are planning on descending upon Rubert. You're kind of off safely on your own. You've just saved Zelnern from any danger from Sharwin-Hu Creel's thrall. And, uh, yeah, good job there. Uh, Celeste. Uh, you are, you've recently healed yourself only to have twig blights, uh, attack you again, but there's still these two blighted plants, uh, stabbing you up against that wall. It's time yeah. to do something to get rid of them or to escape them.
2: Yeah, I, um, wait, first of all, how is, hang on, i
1: You can't really see much of the, uh, rest yeah. of the fight because you tucked yourself around that corner only to be, uh, ambushed by, uh, twig blights.
2: Um, I am going to cast Thunderwave on these twig blights Ooh, at can. first That's level. Okay, let's get to hit both of them. Alright, yeah, and what's the uh, it's a
1: constitution saving throw?
2: Yeah. Uh, thirteen All right. save.
1: Uh one got a fifteen, the other got a three. So Ooh. it hits one full force, hits the other less full force. Roll damage.
2: Three. Three damage? Yeah, it was not great. Yeah. And what then level did you cast that at? First level.
1: You got three on two D eight? I am sorry. Yeah, uh I regardless got... though. Very low rolls it was not So fun. it doesn't kill either of them.
2: Yeah, I know. And then as a bonus action, uh, I it
1: does it does throw one fifteen feet away from you, meaning you have a bit more space to run away from these guys if you'd like.
2: Um, yeah, I'm going to move on this side of the wall again, or on right, the other so side hop, of the wall.
1: Yeah, you have to the far side of the wall. It does provoke one attack of opportunity. light gets a four, so you easily dodge it.
2: Perfect. And then as a bonus action, I want to cast one more healing word at second level.
1: Unfortunately, you can't cast two leveled spells uh, in this. Oh, okay. If you use an action or bonus action, you can use a reaction that's a leveled spell, but yeah. Okay, Um, that's fine. Yeah. So you hop away, you've expended your druidic magic and you can heal yourself next turn uh, and it would have been super cool, but you've got yourself an out there and then the twig blights, one of the... they try to shuffle off after you, but where you hopped, they can't both reach you. Uh, so one of them runs after you to attack you for an 11 to hit. So That's you're, a mess. You're, oh, yeah, so you're shuffling away from them, but can't quite escape. Jewels, meanwhile, you watch as these twig blights descend upon Ruber uh, in defense of the Golthias tree. Uh, one twig blight does come after Phil, actually catching him off to the side. Uh, Phil, despite your safety on the backside, one uh, one does pursue you. A twig blight claws out at you for 12 to hit. It's a miss. Uh, Ruber, let's hope you're as lucky as him. One twig blight stabs you for critical, and the mm-hmm. next twig blight stabs you for critical!
3: Um, uh, <laughs> no, let, me, yeah, sorry, let me check my AC real quick. Um, How oh, is your AC uh, higher than Critical? Oh, I'm actually wearing an
0: <laughs> Anamantine leather, so they're just regular hands. <laughs> All right. So uh,
1: I'm gonna do something mean. Uh I want each of your teammates to roll a D four and I'm gonna sum those to figure out
3: the damage you took. That oh. plus two. That truly is mean.
1: Well, crewmates mutiny him in the meta. <laughs> four, three. Get
3: shit
5: get shit on. I got so a four, one. Four,
2: three, eight. I'm really sad I rolled this one. and not this last time, but I got four. <laughs>
1: So twelve plus you take fourteen piercing damage, uh, I believe that drops
0: you to zero. Yeah, I'm <laughs> unconscious. Uh, Jesus,
1: you watch as the the twig blights descend upon Rubert and just destroy him. Uh, at least it's not a kill. You know, there's that. There's that advantage. You got that uh, going for me. Yeah. Rubeur is dying in the mud, and you see, is the gothias trees roots because he was right there next to it start grabbing at him, trying to consume him. Jules, what do you do? You see, Sir Bradford is uh has sees that Rubert is dead or dying, and is turning his attention towards Zelnern and Phil and Celeste. The uh, frog is still trying to get you. The twig blights are still uh, chasing down. Uh, everyone around, and the Golthias tree is starting to consume Ruber.
3: Uh, I'm going to run over to... Can I reach Ruber?
1: Rubert uh, is pretty far away from you. He So Ruber is just out. He would be in reach of you if there wasn't a pair of twig blights who have just, like, descended upon him.
3: Ouch. Alright. I'm going to run a little closer to him then, so I can maybe next round reach him, and then I'm going to uh, try to uh, toll the dead on the sorcerer.
1: All right, and know that, to, that because the frog was on top, engaged with you, trying to attack you, you will take an attack of opportunity by running away from the frog.
3: I'll stay next to the frog for now. All right,
1: so you just told the dead on the uh, sorcerer? Yep. All right, well, I failed that. I got a four.
3: All right. That and is she is pretty damage. wounded. That's going to be five damage.
1: Pretty wounded. Let's say dead, uh, you manage to, uh, to- uh, Sharwan Hukril crumbles to the ground as rotted wood. Like uh, if you've seen a stump, like a log in the woods that's been fully like rotten, toppled for a while, and you like step on it and the whole thing just collapses. She collapses in the same way. Suddenly, the sorcerer vanishes. A supplicant, a thrall to the Gothias tree, banish it. Alright, Jules, you've destroyed the sorcerer, saving uh, her magics from ending a few people. And uh, are you finished?
3: Can I get any closer to Rubert without uh, the opportunity attack or yeah, you just, could
1: uh, you could get to like the far side of the frog, but there's no way to because Rubert is' in like a separate part of the room than you you I'll kind try to of like ran circle away
3: circle around it. the frog, maybe just okay. kind of yearning to get closer to him,
1: yeah, you've positioned yourself to a point where next turn you could sprint towards Rubert. Uh, yeah. All right, uh Sir Bradford sees that Rubert is being consumed by the tree, has no need to engage with him, but sees uh Zelnern spinning wildly as a nightmare and decides to advance on Zelnern anyways. Sir Bradford approaches holding Shatter Spike and uh Zelnern while well, you can't see it cuz you're uh... <laughs> actually, you're no longer blind now. Uh, your blindness has just ended, so uh, you uh, you get, catch a brief glimpse of him raising Shatter Spike through your spinning shell, and he slashes down onto you for... Oh my goodness, I rolled a 22. Is that a hit?
4: Oh! Um, yeah, I have 21 AC oh right gosh.
1: now. Uh, his plus 6 from his magic sword makes him pretty functional. The blade shatters down onto you for uh, five slashing damage, but All you right, resist that. Two. two. Uh, you take hardly any uh, as he cracks down onto the hardness of your shell, and if you're finished, Sir Bradford, Rubert, Grayson, you are dying. Death or dying? Eight. As you moves closer to death, the, that step is one of the roots reaching into the wounds. You feel the salt water reaching in, and as it touches... You sudden, you feel your vision blending between here and a space somewhere else. Not a space Father. of shadows, but you've fallen into like six inches of water. You're kind of half drowning, and in that groggy froth, you find yourself
0: half entering into
1: a liminal,
0: dark, terrible space. Father, the weird kelp is taking me. I will join you soon.
1: You find yourself, and you do fear, Perhaps you'll sink into the deep. Uh, Zelnern. you are a spinning bomb. So Bradford is crashing down onto you. Rubert is dying across the room by the Golthias tree, and still twig blights are scattered about. What do you do?
4: As I get out of the shell, I, I tell uh, the guy that just attacked me, You're not wrong to have time to regret that. And I pop out and I smack him with my great axe.
1: Nice. So you're, you're, do you recklessly attack for that advantage?
4: Uh, yeah, why not?
1: Is that a thing that you have at this level? I don't yet? think I have that yet.
0: Well, never mind. Sure. Have... Uh, uh, all
1: right, you slash into him.
0: A... I think you should.
1: Yeah, they get reckless attack at second level. It's basically you can choose to gain advantage on your next attack roll, but you grant uh, advantage on all attacks against you for that round.
4: Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, I'll I'll do that.
1: Right, take advantage on this attack roll.
4: I uh, I smack him for. Twenty-two. That's no, definitely 20. a hit.
1: He only has AC sixteen, so uh,
4: that hits. And then that's um, uh, twelve damage. And then wow, read, oh, he's not,
1: it. Deep, but it seriously wounded him. And you popped out of your shell and you hack into him. Your shell bristling with spikes. You are a terror to behold. Uh, and then if you're finished, Zellnern the frog tries again to eat jewels. Jules, oh no, twenty-three to hit. <laughs>
3: Yummy, yummy.
1: <laughs> uh, Jules, you find yourself, you take another four piercing damage, and you are once more grappled and restrained by a frog.
3: Then <laughs> not your shit, frog. Uh,
1: and then if you're finished, uh, Phil, there's a twig blight on you, but you see uh, just on the other, the far side of the Golthias tree, maybe 30 feet away from you, you see Rubert being taken, like half drowning in the water and roots puncturing into him as twig blights loom over him.
5: Um, and there's a I...
1: Twig Blight next to you as well.
5: Even though I have a Twig Blight next to me, can I sh- still cast a spell and attack the warrior dude that's next to Zelnern?
1: Yes. If it's a ranged attack, you will have disadvantage for having an enemy adjacent, though.
5: Okay. Uh, I want to step away and okay. incur opportunity attacks so that I, I get a better an... shot. I got an eight, so you're fine. Okay. Uh, I want to take a step back. Like Okay, back. Yep. Yeah, yeah where you? Yeah, uh, closer toward- to the tree.
1: All right, you step towards the tree, towards Rubert, and you find its leaves, or its, like, sunken branches brushing against you, and you also feel these quick flashes, and you keep your distance. You then you step away, the twig light clawing at you. You see Sir Bradford uh, ha- being just torn apart by Zell Nern, and you hold up your, uh, your arcane firearm.
5: Yeah, I do, and I twist it just on the right down. It makes a nice little, like, hissing noise and then I shoot a ray of frost at Sir Bradford. Heck yeah, roll, make that attack roll. It's going to be an 18 to hit for 8 damage.
1: Wow, you freeze him solid. Sir Bradford is uh actually it's like that uh the tree cuz he's made of wood at this point like splinters and then shatters from being too cold. He topples as a broken shattered log. Sir
5: Bradford is destroyed. Both Do I have enough movement to get to the twig blights by Rubert. i want to be on the opposite side of them so that they have um kind of on the back side of them so they would have to turn around if possible
1: you can get up next to rubeir but that's probably the best you can do from the distance you're at okay Uh, yeah
3: i'll be right there
1: yeah. Uh so now you're up next, you're fighting with Robert, you're trying to or you're up next to Rubert, you're trying to draw the attention of the Twig Blights so they don't just stab your friend to death. Uh and uh you've destroyed both brawls now. Celeste, you still have a pair of twig blights pursuing yeah. you, uh, but you look and you see that Rubert is nearly dead.
2: Yeah. On yeah, a yeah. on a
1: crit Miss Rubere's just gone.
2: Yeah, so I am going to take a opportunity attack and run towards the middle, so I'm by the tree.
1: All right, you rush S- away from the blight, It fails to hit you at a oh, seven. Oh, my God.
2: Uh, then I'm, like, pulling out my Troca card, and I am, like, trying to, like, I can't really say it because I'm running and talking, but telling him that, like, we can't let fear and evil dictate us. That's not how you die. Um, and then I'll use my Chalice to cast Healing Word for my last second level spell slot.
1: Heck, yeah. What card did you draw?
2: It was the Dictator.
1: Oh, ah, dictator. <laughs> um,
2: 12.
1: Damn. Wow. Uh, Ruber, remarkably, uh, the Golthia's tree can find no true source of your life bleeding out. The tree was wrong. You weren't actually dying. Uh, Celeste was right. Uh, this is not how you die. Um, you oh, gained wait. 12 HP and are no longer uh, dying. I might have been. that. Wait, wait, wait. Should have been it's... a D4 plus a D8 plus twice your wisdom modifier.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I did the I math can. right.
1: All right. Uh, Celeste, do you have an action you want to take? Because that's a bonus.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I turn around, and I look at that frog, and I try to thorn whip him in the stomach to try to get him to, like, bleh. And, oh, like, uh, alright right,
1: I'll, I'll let you make an attack roll. At. I'll, I'll let it count as a disarm, so you can make an attack roll with yeah. thorn whip. And the frog is going to get to make an athletics or acrobatics to hold on to jewels.
2: Okay. And I'm going to use my inspiration too. you
1: do forego any damage though.
2: Okay. Um, 16.
1: That's a hit! Uh, or Or let's see if it works. Come on, Frogo! Ooh... I uh, uh, the best the the frog got in nine. So woo. the frog vomits up Jules who comes <laughs> toppling out. Uh, so good support turn there, uh Celeste. You just ran up and uh both of them had things that made sure they really didn't get to have turns, and you ran up and gave them both turns. Uh alright. Uh so Celeste, you yeah, you save Rubert and then you whip this frog in the stomach, so it vomits Jules up in front, and uh then uh the Twig Blights. Uh, One chases off after Phil, but has to dash to catch him. uh, And Phil, the other two Twig Blights that you just drew the attention of, they both focus their attacks on you. One for nine, and one for 22. One hits. You're going to take three piercing damage. While Meanwhile, a pair of Twig Blights chase after Celeste again. (laughs) One has to dash to catch you. The other one claws at you for uh, nine to hit. Uh, They don't (sighs) manage to stab you. Uh, Jules you you're not in the frog's mouth but it looks like it's gonna try and eat you again on its next turn if it can reach you <laughs> you uh, see robert has been saved from the edge of the grave but him and phil are pressed up against the gulfias tree by a trio of uh twig blights uh while well, meanwhile celeste is hounded by a pair of twig blights but she has zel right there to probably take care of that mess
3: i am gonna i think i'm sick of being eaten by this frog, so I'm going to disengage and just run towards uh, Phil.
1: (laughs) So you just disengage and run off towards Phil, uh, Ruber and the Twig Blights, leaving the frog behind. That's a good call. Uh, And then uh, Rubert. Rubert, what do you do? Uh, you've just seen Jules, ru- or you've just been brought back from the edge of death. Uh, the Golthias tree clearly was connecting you to some vision, some deep beyond, who knows? Uh, but then the twig blights now surround you. You're buried in this like silty mud, seawater, like rotten seawater splashing over you and fills there. Uh, defending against the twig
0: blights. Uh, <clears throat> I think I sit up and kind of cough out some seawater. <coughs> And I stand up, like, still clutching the the plant, the, the seed, in my hand, and I look to the twig blights. Phil, we got this. They, we have nothing to fear when we have the crew at our side, and I go to stab one of the twig blights.
1: All right, uh, you stab down all the twig blights, gripping, on the other hand, the uh, the panacea of the gulthias tree. Um... Uh, Go ahead and make an attack roll against this twig blight.
0: Uh, 21 to hit.
1: 21 to hit. It's indeed a hit.
0: 11 piercing damage.
1: The uh, That's three times the damage you needed. The uh, twig blight is shattered as it topples back. Uh, just you can just
0: pierce through it and kind of like hold it up in the air. And then like just s- scatter it across the tree. Nice.
1: The, the pops in a... It's like Pokemon when you use cut on like the little mm-hmm. branches. Uh, I, all right, Rubert, is that your turn? Yes, Zelnern, you're a violent rage fest. Uh, while you're kind of away from uh, Phil, Rubert, and Jules in their battle at the Golbia's tree with uh with the twig blights, uh, you see Celeste is being chased and hounded by a pair of uh twig blights, a mere ten feet away from you, uh, and then maybe thirty feet away from you is a giant frog who still has its eyes on Jules. Celeste, I'm coming
4: for you, and I, uh, I run up and I try to um, situate myself on the other side of the thing so the frog can't get to her as well.
1: Nice. All right, so you rush up being a triple threat uh, and start hacking into these uh, twig lights.
4: Yeah, so I'll attack the first one, um, and I, I hit him pretty good with a twenty-two. All right, that first one had two HP, so he dies. He's gonna die. And then with my, oh, I should have done my um, shield against him and said I know he's so low. N- to the next one, I'll smack him with uh, my armor spike attack as a bonus action.
1: Uh make Here. the attack
4: roll. One D, four plus three, uh, four damage. Ah!
1: You make an attack roll.
4: Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um. Uh, Thirteen.
1: So, it's not your fault. You've only been playing Dungeons and Dragons for twelve years. Like, exactly. There's, that's, Thank you. It's not. It's only the majority of your life uh, that you remember. So it's not. You know, it's reasonable. Barbarians
4: get pretty complex at level three.
3: So. <laughs>
1: Regardless, 13 is a direct hit. That one had one HP, so oh, you destroyed nice. that one. So they just explode in a pile of sticks, uh, crumbling away into the mud and waste. Uh, and then you position yourself between Celeste and the frog. It looks at the big turtle, and it is a battle of the amphibians. I don't know if turtles <laughs> are amphibians. Uh, it's called it's a, or Uh It's not. It's a battle between water-dwelling non-mammals. <laughs> Yeah, that works. I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of that battle, Colquette, the giant frog, leaps at Zelnern and grabs at him with its great maw for, oh, I don't think it's going to, don't think it's going to be able to eat you. I only got a
4: 15. Ah, uh, no. He, he missed.
1: All right. Uh, it tries to gum you, but you're too sharp. Uh, Phil, you and uh, you, Rubert and Jules are now battling against uh, these, the pair of twig blights up against the Golthias tree. What do you do?
5: uh i
1: adjacent to you
5: <laughs> i pull one of rubert's dagger off of his bandolier on his chest and <sighs> i step it into one of these twig blights for 20 to hit for five damage it shatters
1: you've now cleared all of the twig blights that are uh I'll say it's the one. So you've just cleared the last of the twig, or the twig blight that was next to Jules. Uh, Making toward Jules is now free to attack without having to take disadvantage. Speaking of which, uh, Celeste, it's your turn.
2: I am going to.
1: You're situated such that the twig blights around you have all been destroyed. There's one twig blight over in the area by the Golthias tree, maybe 20 feet away from you, and then there's this frog, Culket, trying to eat Zelnern.
2: I'm gonna go after the frog and uh, Thorn Whip it again. All
1: right, uh, make your attack roll against it. Fifteen. That is a hit.
2: Ooh, and four damage.
1: Four damage. You deal four damage to the frog. He's not uh, all that injured, and he's yanked through the air, landing next to you, ah. like kind of between you and Zelnern.
2: Why do I keep doing this to myself?
1: <laughs> All right, and then if you're finished, Celeste, yeah. uh, the, the remaining twig blight is going to claw at Phil Collins for seven. It doesn't manage to hit. Jules, what do you do? There's a there's a twig blight left that's still alive at full health, and there, is a, uh, and there is a frog that's kind of wounded and has been trying to eat you pretty persistently.
3: I think Phil's got this uh, twig boy here, so I'm going to go ahead and show this frog. The business end of a of a of a death bell.
1: Heck yeah! Well, the frog is a seven. I keep rolling very low on your
3: saves. <laughs> uh, the frog is fortunate in that he only takes two damage.
1: Wow, he is a wow. Uh, the frog is still in great health. Uh, hardly feels the Go- the Golthias tree isn't interested in reaching out for him because he's not an intelligent creature. Uh, Rubert, one twig light next to you. You're adjacent to the Golthias tree. Uh, you're no longer dying, so it's no longer trying to eat, consume your life. What do you do?
0: Still tucking in the uh, panacea, like on my left side. Hold my rapier up to my face, like between my eyes, and then go to stab down at the twig blight.
1: Heck yeah. Roll that
0: attack. Uh, another 21 to hit. That is indeed a hit. Four, seven, uh, it's 12 piercing damage. The twig blight collapses
1: in a pile of sticks, uh, meaning there's only the frog hooves. now that he's kind of wounded, looks like uh, he might flee if he's still alive come his next turn. Uh...
0: uh I'm gonna move 40 feet next to the where the portal where we exited from.
1: All right, you rush back towards the portal that you entered through, which is basically between a couple of walls over in that uh, the direction that you sprint back towards, running over the bodies of uh, where Belek has been consumed into the soil and where the thrall bodies lay broken and crumbled on the ground. You already have their signet rings. You do run past Sir Bradford, who you sees broken hand, like wooden hand, is still clutching Shatterspike.
0: I can't use that weapon. We need to make a break for it now. All right.
1: Uh, and then uh, there's no more twig blights left. Uh, Zelnern, there is still this frog who looks like he might get an eager bite against somebody if he hasn't dealt a little more damage.
4: Uh, I'm going to crush you, and I actually am going to uh, slash him.
1: But, oh, uh, you should get a hammer so you can say
4: crush. I'm gonna, and I'm going to make this um. A reckless, uh, reckless attack. Yeah, if you used
0: a other. hammer, you'd be like a hammer brother from Mario.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh God. Um, I only got a 13 to hit. That is a hit, because this is a frog. Sweet, okay. Well, he took um, 7 damage.
1: Wow. Uh, he is incredibly wounded and clearly will flee if given the chance. And
4: then I'm going to smack him with my armor spike. For, ooh, 8 to hit.
1: As not a hit, this is a frog.
4: Cool. Oh, except that has no, because that's not a reckless
1: attack. That's not my first attack.
4: Got it. Uh Figured it out.
1: The cat does not want to be eaten, so he disengages and standing leaps 20 feet away. Uh, he's clearly fleeing. Phil, no more twig blights left, but you can hear shuffling in the uh, rest of the dungeon. And you can hear the skittering of goblins moving quickly. If you stick around much longer, the goblins uh, and, uh, and more twig blights are sure to arrive. Uh, what do you
5: do? Oh, God. Uh, Is there any time for me, out of character, I want to try and get... He he knows where to plant the tree. Can I, like, look down an aisleway for a laboratory and Uh, just bolt? You
1: look and you see it's a nightmare network of caves full of twig blights and goblins. Uh, You're, like, several hundred feet from where his lab
0: is. Phil, we do not have the time.
1: They see yeah.
5: me looking around, I'm distracted. Yeah, actually, you're um, literally
1: 275 feet from his uh, from his lab.
5: Alright, well, just for the character of it, I start, like, piercing around the room, they see me holding my gun, and I'm, like, running around, like, trying to look for the, the lab. Phil, over here! And, I, and my, I'm just ignoring them, and I end my turn. Alright, uh, so Phil, uh, searching around, I'll give Phil inspiration
1: for that. Celeste, uh, the frog is fleeing, and everything else is destroyed. Uh, Rubert is running back towards the drape of uh, of roots, waiting for everyone to come with to escape.
2: Okay, you said that Sir Bradford still has a sword.
1: Yeah, it's in his shattered wooden hand. He's clutching his magical uh, long sword.
2: Okay, and does the sorceress have anything?
1: Uh, she looks Probably like she not. was clutching a magical wand.
2: Okay, can I try to uh, grab the? I want
1: you can pick one on your turn yeah
2: yeah yeah i'll grab the wand
1: all right you rush towards uh you rush towards charwin and uh, take her wand her wooden hand snaps off with it and now you have a wooden hand with a wand clutched uh, in it great and
2: um, uh and would the grabbing be my action then yeah because okay. you
1: basically had to break it off her hand
2: okay yeah then i will have that and go up by there
1: all right, and so you join Ruber in trying to flee uh, Jules. What about you? Uh, so what so what were you trying to pick up
2: just now? I was trying to pick up the sword by Sir Bradford, but then I got distracted by the cool wand.
1: I
3: will go pick up the sword.
1: You sped you rush up and have to like get a good like position to like get some good uh, leverage to actually snap the arm, and it's like a cracking of wood, and now you have like a forearm, a hand clutching this clearly ornate, decorated
3: sword. And did somebody grab the staff?
1: Uh, the staff seemed to be just a regular wooden
3: staff. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, It was his
1: yeah. casting focus, but that's it. I'll get in right. here before the frog decides
3: you, it wants another snack. <laughs> uh,
1: you start rushing off. Uh, Ruber, uh, do you escape or do you choose to wait for uh, Phil?
0: No, I'm going to escape.
1: All right, you escape through the curtain of vines, disappearing back through the portal. Uh, Zelnern, do you rush off to escape through the portal or do you uh, wait for Phil?
4: No one escapes me. And I run to the frog.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, inspiration for leaning into the uh, the angry turtle.
4: Reckless attack. Um, 18 to hit.
1: That's definitely a hit. He has 5 HP. 8 damage. Uh, Celeste, as you're rushing through the vines, you look over and see... Uh, uh, you see Zelnurn hunt down this terrified frog that's running away. It's not an undead frog. It's not a special magic frog. It's <sighs> just a big frog. And split it in two. Uh, oh, meanwhile, uh, Zelnurn, then do you make your way back towards the
4: upward? Uh, and, and then I start going.
1: Alright. Uh, Colquette is dead. Phil uh you clearly can't tell there's any uh you can tell there's clearly no way out, or like no clear sign of where his lab is, but you do spot many twig blights uh fast approaching. They'll be on you uh start of or like on their next turn. As well as the chittering of goblins that perhaps didn't hear that uh you're working with Dern. I uh, angrily run towards the portal. All right, you angrily rush towards the portal, managing to pass through it as the others have already grabbed the items. Uh, Celeste, do you rush through the portal? Yeah. You rush through the portal. Jewels Portal. All right, no lasting looks at the Golthias tree, promising to plant the seeds and spread the Rotting King's will.
3: I guess I look angrily at the tree and lament my connection to the uh to the Rotting King and feel good that I was able to defy him this time
1: alright and then uh, Zelnern, you're the only one who hasn't passed through the portal you've destroyed everything else you see twig blights pouring in do you rush off through the portal or do you stay to do infinite battle
4: I rush off through the portal.
1: (laughs) You all escape from uh, the grove where the inhabitants of this dungeon are all pouring to, and disappear back into that room with a serpent statue uh, and uh, are are unable to throw yourselves against the wall and take a rest.
0: there chaotic normies thanks for sticking around to the end of the episode and thanks for so much for listening uh be sure to rate and review this is a call to action um rate and review on itunes email any questions you have about D &D and other you know stuff you know like uh, you know if you're just going through something i'll feel free to reach out i'm uh I'll be here to t- I'll be here to chat. You can send those to kducknormalpod at gmail.com um, And yeah, B-b-b- check out our socials. We're not really active on there, but check them out. Follow them. If we get you know any followers, we'll start being active. But till then, not really just any use in it. shouting into the void. But uh, uh, yeah, stay tuned for next week and how the aristocrabs managed to get out of this hole they've dug themselves into but uh yeah until next week uh stay classy out there Bye bye hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned
1: litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80 percent less than clay litter